welcome to the second episode of the Eagle Podcast, uh, in which we discuss all things homeschooling. Um, I am Felicity, and I have been homeschooling since I was in preschool and kindergarten, and I just graduated as a senior this year, um, and I'm going on to college in the fall, and I am joined by... Felicity's mom, Edie. Yeah. Who's about to graduate from homeschooling because this is your senior year and you're done. Yes. <laughs> no more kids. And also Jill and I have been homeschooling um, from elementary school and I am going on to my senior year and I'm just about to graduate. Awesome. Okay so today we are talking about socialization which is a big topic um, and so let's just start with the obvious question the question that like everybody gets asked is the myth true? Are homeschoolers unsocialized? Jill, do you have an answer for that? <laughs> I think the stereotype is you would seem a little off-put by homeschoolers, and you would think they don't have as much socialization experience as a kid that has grown up in the public school. Um, I know for sure that a lot of my friends now first viewed me as someone that had very little socialization mm -hmm. experience, but I proved their stereotype wrong. Mm -hmm. so. Were your friends in public school that mm -hmm. you're talking about? Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was introduced to the public school. That's great that you have that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So you can inform us. It's fun to <laughs> it's fun to break the stereotype that they have about you because it's not usually a positive stereotype. It's usually more of a negative one. Yeah. And actually Yesterday, I had a friend, I told her for the first time that I was homeschooled, and I thought she knew already, but she didn't, and mm -hmm. it shocked her because it's just, she had different views about homeschoolers, so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that is really, that just goes to show that, like, if you're the first homeschooler that they've met, and they assume all these things, but then they meet you, and you're like, oh, that's, the stereotype is not true, but, mm -hmm. you know, we meet public schoolers all the time, but why don't they mm -hmm. meet a lot of homeschoolers? It's, well, like, you just stay, you're not as much in a, a small community when you're homeschooled, but we'll get back into that. Mom, what do you think about the legend? Like, have people ever asked you, like, oh, do your kids get socialized? Oh, yes. Well, the oh, reason no. why this is a legend that you're talking mm. about referring to <laughs> is you have your children in elementary school, maybe even into high school, and you're at the counter during the day where you're buying something, and the clerk is having a conversation with you, and she says, but mm -hmm. do they get socialized? Yeah. <laughs> you know, is socialization happening in your family? And people are pretty uh, out there and, and willing to ask that question of a perfect stranger. Yeah. And if I went into it during these uh, questions, I would say, well, of course, we're out more than we're home, mm -hmm. and we struggle to stay home enough to do our schoolwork <laughs> because mm -hmm. we're always out in the world doing errands and um, being in co-ops with other families and doing sports activities and homeschool days at museums and um, stores and whatever. So. Yes, we're very much socialized mm -hmm. with whomever we choose to be socialized with. Right. And that's the difference, I guess. Mm -hmm. Right. So if I were to answer this question, which I don't, thankfully I haven't had to answer it too many times, uh, but if I were to, I would say, like, that's 
probably a very old stereotype from before the internet existing and I can imagine if you can't you know connect to start your own clubs or whatever then you would be a lot less socially active but now that we have the internet like you can do anything the internet's great so what I would say is like we are enabled to have exactly as much of a social life as a public schooler is enabled to have um, but it's just slightly different, I would say, but in many ways, it is uh, slightly better. So that's what I think about the myth. So let's just talk about how so socialization, it happens, we know this. How does it happen? Like, tell me about how do you get socialized? <laughs> <laughs> I think it definitely comes down to your parents mm. um, wanting to get you out into the world. Hmm. And I think at some points that there are homeschool families that don't do as much as of that. Mm -hmm. I know my mom did a lot of that, and I'm thankful for it mm -hmm. because I have met homeschoolers that aren't as much like that, mm -hmm. and I want them. I like I have a need for them to be out and know as much as I do about mm -hmm. the real world. So they, when they do experience the real world outside of their little homeschool group and community, they know what to expect. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely diverse. It's definitely, yeah. you know, we can say, like, all homeschoolers get socialized, but, I mean, not all public schoolers have friends. Not every mm -hmm. public schooler has a good experience. So it really is diverse and depends mm -hmm. on your situation. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. And how <clears throat> parents work at um, getting those opportunities for their kids from a very early age. As a matter of fact, when my oldest child was four, I joined a homeschool group locally and started to pay attention to what events they had available. And so when we got to the age where we could participate, six, seven, eight, we already were cued into what was going on in our community for homeschoolers. Likewise, the library has story hour that continues for homeschoolers during the day. Museums have homeschool days. Um, a lot of different businesses feature homeschool events because they like the traffic. In all of these situations, you start making friends with other families mm -hmm. who have kids your same age, mm -hmm. and you start to maybe make a co-op together, and then the kids are seeing each other every week. In our homeschool co-ops, we have playdates for the young kids, and then we have co-ops and um, even study sessions. But I wanted to ask you, Felicity, about when you got into high school, I think you felt a little more isolated, that we had to work a lot harder yes. for opportunities to socialize. I was going to talk about, yeah, just a quick aside <clears throat> for anybody who's new to homeschooling, a co-op is where you get together and different parents teach different kids, like you all teach communally. Um, just wanted to get that out there. But yes, it's. I would say it is harder in high school, and I would say it's also very different in high school, because as we were talking about, uh, when you're in, like, you know, when you're four or five, your parents are the ones that really decide who you hang out with and where you go for that. So I'd say you're really at the mercy of, of what your parents are doing, whereas in high school, you know, your parents aren't usually, like, setting up play dates for you. It really becomes your job, and I think... Initially getting used to that can be tricky and I think that applies for public schoolers as well Maybe as they go into college or maybe already in high school because you know 
you have to, if you want to hang out outside of school, you have to organize your own hangouts and stuff. Um, but I also find that it's harder in high school because I find it's really hard to balance school and socialization. Um, cause it's just like when your school day is all day, it's like, I could take out like three hours to hang out with those people, but like, I should get this school done. <laughs> And Jill, so, you're nodding about yes. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you found it hard to... Oh, yeah. Trying to balance everything is difficult yeah. because you could do school, but you could go out with friends. Yep. And on top of that, if you do sports, you have to put that in somewhere. Right. And then you have... It has, it's taken advantage of me a few times where I've had yeah. to reset myself and think about I have to devote a certain amount of time to school and a certain amount of time to friends. Yeah. Definitely. I agree with that a lot. And I think that balance is difficult for like everybody, whether you're in school or not, it's just hard. I find it's especially difficult because I'm like introverted. So I, being around people as much as it's great, it is ultimately draining of my energy. I don't know if you're introverted or extroverted. Mm -mm, I'm extroverted. Okay. So my thing is, (laughs) yeah, my thing is like, I have to also have just time on my own in there because if I only if my only breaks were spent hanging out with people I would have no energy I would just completely shut down so I have to factor that in as well and it's it's a balance um yeah uh but so just talking about like where are the places if we're not making friends and hanging out with people at school where do we hang out with people? Do you want to do this sort of at round robin? So I yeah. already said play dates for young kids mm. that you just set up with yeah. other moms. As a middle schooler and high schooler. Right. Jill, what what are know. we doing? I, middle school and high school, let me think. I know for a good amount of my life, we, I had um, plays. I would mm. do plays. I would act yeah. and I had that opportunity in my co-op to do mm. that. And so that, for a little bit of time, that was my big socialization. Mm-hmm. Um, but here and there, I would have like little clubs that uh, homeschool moms would put on for their girls my age. And I would get involved in that. Or we would have Friday mornings would do like another co-op on top of that, just like extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. But things got a little more different in high school for me yeah so everything is different I would say definitely clubs and like starting your own club sometimes if you don't find clubs Mm -hmm. co-ops are a huge one um I think you know it's I think going to a co-op at least a little bit makes a big difference I didn't do exclusively at a co-op but I did extracurriculars at Mm co-ops and yeah you talk to people at co-ops Plays. I did a couple of those. Those are great. Clubs um, and volunteering, I would say, is a great place to talk to yeah. people. Um, yeah. And classes also that are sort of like co-ops. Like um, sometimes moms just organize a bunch of kids into classes and like, you know, people hang out at those classes um, before and after the class and also sports and like martial arts and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't do a lot of that. I'm not a very active person, but you know, like mm-hmm. that's a great place to do that. Um, so yeah, there are, you know, yeah. that's not even a comprehensive list. Church. You oh know, yeah. Church, youth group. Youth group mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, what's the other thing I was thinking? Well, when you get involved with your parents' organizations that they might be in, mm. 
and the parents of those organizations bring their kids. Mm -hmm. They don't always have to be homeschoolers that you're socializing with. And we should mention that you socialize with all age groups. Mm -hmm. So it's not just finding your exact person that you're the same age with, same experience, but also mentors, adult mentors, Mm -hmm. and helping little kids. That's Mm -hmm. a big thing for homeschoolers to have a mixed socialization picture yeah Yeah. definitely Mm -hmm. and you get to to have the experience of all of those groups um and yeah i would say that is an advantage that we should go into of like just the diversity um that you get because if you're in a school depending on the size of the school it's just the kids in the school period and maybe even just like the kids in your class or the classes around it Um, whereas in homeschooling like you talk to people from all over the county sometimes all over the state um, and they're from all kinds of different backgrounds and it's much more diverse I think often and you know different schools some schools are very diverse and some schools are not very diverse and I think you could say that about any area in any country really Um, but yeah I would say diversity not only in age but in background and in beliefs and I think that's a really cool part of homeschooling is you get to access that and um I wanted to put in also summer activities summer camps and so on Mm -hmm. because I know one of your good friends you met at a language camp right yes Mm -hmm. yeah I would say summer camps were a great time for socialization Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you have time. You're yeah. not busy with school. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you experience that, Jill? Um, a few. I feel like I didn't really like getting involved in summer camps mm-hmm. as much, but mm-hmm. I would help out. I know through my church, I would do like VBS, mm-hmm. and I would do that, or I would help out with that when I got a little older. Um, but I wanted to say about the diversity mm-hmm. of like age too you get to talk to a lot of moms and Mm. a lot of parents Mm -hmm. and a lot of adults Mm -hmm. and you start learning how to interact with them. Mm -hmm. And I know that is a trait that I am like very thankful to have because when I meet adults now, it's so easy for me to talk to them, I think. Should I tell my story? Uh, If you would like, (laughs) yeah. This is my favorite homeschool socialization story. So we were at a homeschool soccer game practice and the moms were sitting at the sidelines and I was knitting to while away the time. And the teenage group that my daughter was participating in came off the field for a water break. And one of the boys on the team came up and said, oh, you're knitting. I learned to knit last summer and I made some socks. And this just blew me away because there he was in front of his peers, um, able to say, I knit and I liked it and come up to an adult woman stranger and talk about uh, something that he had in common with me. And he just had confidence to, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. start a conversation with someone he had never met about one of his pastimes. And I thought that was a great example of the confidence building of talking to adults from when you're a very young child. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that thing about, you know, you would expect him to maybe be embarrassed in front of his peers. I think seeing that, 
I think it makes sense because we aren't one of the the things that we avoid I would say is clicks like social clicks and just you know the ridiculous stuff of like I can't like knitting or I can't like this band because my friends won't like me and then I'll have no friends at school like we can avoid that because you know if people don't like you or if you just don't share interests you can just move on to different homeschoolers you know and change activities and so you know I don't ever find myself worried like oh maybe I shouldn't like this thing because it's not cool mm -hmm. you know like I don't know if you've experienced that at yeah. all. Yeah, you become very independent yeah. about that stuff. And it doesn't really bother you when someone, like, makes a statement about, like, what you like or what they like and you don't mm -hmm. really agree with them and you don't have to. Yeah. But I've come across that a lot recently, actually, that I try to avoid getting in these little drama circles. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten, not necessarily hate for it, but I've gotten, like, you don't care about that? Yeah. Not really. Yeah. I don't really care about that because I can find something else to do or I have other other things to do, other people to see in the meantime while, and I can avoid this. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I would say if we want to segue onto negatives of socialization that we kind of avoid by being homeschooled, drama is probably definitely right up there. Mm -hmm. um, I am definitely like... Drama is not a thing that I experience. Um, bullying, also, I, you know, people can be mean, but like, bullying, as I've heard it described in schools, like I've never, I've never even seen that happen to other people, you know, and it just doesn't happen. And it's not that common with adults. Mm. You know, if you're not trained in being a bullier or a someone who was bullied. It won't hurt you as an adult mm -hmm. and plus you already have a sense of self by then that yeah. you could deal with you know unfair treatment in a situation yeah more easily I think freshman year I experienced I mean it wasn't it wasn't any physical bullying mm. or anything but just like some things that people would say just mm. because of that stereotype of homeschoolers mm. and just to me and it was it was a little off-putting, but it's not like I took it to heart. Mm -hmm. But I, because I could understand where they're coming from. I know it's odd to see like a homeschooler in like a public school mm -hmm. setting, but I got like a few remarks here and there, and I still do every once in a while. But it's nothing crazy. So, are you currently in public school? I'm not in public school, but I do sports for the public school. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. So I have pretty much my entire friend group is public school okay I have a few homeschool friends here and there but um all of my high school high school career has been through the public school yeah. and that's where I've made the most amount of friends and like I mentioned earlier I like when I first got introduced to them in freshman year I liked breaking that stereotype that they had right. for homeschoolers. <laughs> it's like it's like an adrenaline rush when they're like, you're homeschooled. <laughs> like, yep, you didn't expect it, did you? That's funny. And and just to point out, there's another resource for socialization mm -hmm. is your public right. or private mm -hmm. schools yeah. in your area. Yeah. So that's great that you found that. Yeah, I'm thankful for it. It's really nice. Am. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to talk about, as a last thing, maybe going into internet and how that relates to socialization. I don't know what your experience with this is, but I can just say in my experience, I have had online friends as well as real life friends, and I have also had real life friends who I talk to a lot online, 
And I think there is a lot of stigma with online friends. I think a lot of people think, like, how do you know who they really are? Mm -hmm. And, like, oh, that's lame. You have to have only real-life friends. But I think that using the internet allows you to be so much more social because just in my experience in high school, it is so much easier to just talk to somebody, you know, for five or ten minutes every time you have a break from school and then you're like hang out with them kind of all day but you don't have to like go anywhere or Mm -hmm. do that kind of thing it just enables you to be a lot more social and whether that's an exclusively online friend or you know a friend who you see every once in a while in real life but mostly online um but what's your experience with online I've had um a little bit of that Mm -hmm. and sometimes I'll start talking about a friend and my parents will ask me how do you know them Mm -hmm. and I'll say well I got to know them through social media Mm -hmm. and actually a lot of my friends I started I um found out about through other friends and started talking with them through social media Mm -hmm. and I do have I have a friend she lives in Washington state that Mm -hmm. I met online through an app that you can post like photography on Mm -hmm. and it's really neat because I mean at first I was like oh like I don't know but then like you start talking to them and realize that they're an actually like genuine person and it's really neat and I think it's it's cool to just be like yeah I have like an online friend that lives in Washington yeah yeah my my equivalent of the cool online friend um I have a one of my my closest online friends he lives in France Um, And that is one of the really cool things about online friends is that you can talk to people from anywhere. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we would never have been able to meet if it weren't for the Internet. Mm -hmm. And so I have learned so much about France and French culture and the French language. And it is just an awesome exchange. So whether you're public schooled or any homeschooled, private schooled, anything Online friends are great, and the stigma around them is ridiculous, mm-hmm. and make online friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yes. And um, I'd like to add that socialization really starts in a family, mm. and it's such an organic thing to be continuing socialization of from the family roots. So you have to relate to your siblings, and your parents, mm-hmm. and your extended family, mm-hmm. And all of those are sometimes trials, sometimes great rewards, very wonderful, warm feelings. But you work through it together, Mm. and that builds your strength to have other friendships. And the fact that you have a lot of time to work on Mm. those family Mm -hmm. socializations is a gift to us. And I just wanted to put that in because that's where it all starts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for listening um, to our second episode. Uh, If you would like to hear more about this topic and what we think about it, um, there will be links in the show notes to our website and to a blog post that we put up um, all about socialization. And there will also be links to our YouTube channel um, and our new upload where we talked about the same topic. And um, there will also be links in the show notes to our Facebook, which you can like and follow so you can keep up to date on everything that we're posting. Um, Yeah, so just check us out on the rest of the web, and thank you so much for listening. See ya!